Glad to be here today. Glad for first-time visitors coming out, those that are visiting, coming in today. We just want to pray, and we will get started in the Word. Lord, we thank you for this day, for your Word that we've been hearing through the songs, Lord. There's none like you. There's, there's no one like you, Lord. None so dear as you, Lord, the relationship that you have with us, Lord, that you call us friend, Lord. And not just a friend, but best friend, father and brother. And we pray today that, even as Jeff prayed, Lord, that we will be in tune to what you want us to hear, Lord, to just listen to your voice and what you're speaking to us today. Let us just let down our hair a little bit like we did last night and just listen and receive, Lord. And we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let my words, Lord, be your words, Lord. Just be gracious today as I decrease and you increase, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I was talking to the Lord about this message because uh, I just found out about it the other day. And, you know, the Lord says, always be ready. And so I felt like God was really saying that words mean so much. They mean a lot. And he put it on my heart to share that today, speaking about words. And I, and I was already thinking about that message like it was marinating before I even knew that I was going to be coming up here today. So we use words in many ways. I just want to jump right in. They can be used to ask questions, give an answer. We use words for oaths. Actually, my uh, nephew, Dior, is about to go into the military here soon. So I know he's, actually, I think he's already got sworn in. We use them for directions. Anybody got the Waze app, the Google map? We use them for expressions, and words are also used for promises. Words can be spoken by humans. Words can be spoken by God. And you think about words at God's word. The heavens and the earth were created. Just want you to kind of start thinking about words. Words can be used to build up and words can be used to tear down. Satan used words of deception to bring down man, of mankind. We've all taken the words, really, if you think about it, um, we've taken the words and at times we've used our words carelessly and then at times we've used them wisely in life. Words spoken can change a person can change a nation, can change a community. Words can really touch lives. The day God, I just want to share, because some words really hit me the day that God changed my life. I was 17, uh, long story short, and I hit rock bottom in life, came to a place where I just wasn't really sure what was going on. And I came to my dad and I said, Dad, I just kind of feel like to be transparent, I said, Dad, I kind of feel like I'm cra going crazy. And he said, have you prayed? And God used him to speak those words. Right then he says, have you prayed? And he didn't just say, have you prayed? He said, have you prayed? Prayed to God. And it's like God hit me right then and there. That was the day that I was asking that question and God gave me an answer. So today's title, the message is, words mean more than you know. Words mean more than you know. So many times we use them so loosely, so carelessly. But here I just want to talk about some different places in the Bible where words were used powerfully. And I want to speak about Jesus and even with words, how words are spoken over our lives. So we're looking at Mark chapter 2, verse 2. And it's, many of you know the story. It's the story of the 
paralytic man and he had a bunch of friends that were all about seeing this guy get better. So they grabbed a guy, he was on his uh, mat or stretcher, and they grabbed him and they brought him to where Jesus was. Jesus had just come back home and Jesus was preaching. And all these people were crowded in. You just kind of imagine how we're all crowded in right now. And there was no room left for these guys to get in. And it says, because Jesus was there and he was giving them the word. He was speaking the word. So as you can see, they gathered in large numbers, no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. And as you look at this story, Jesus says, as he sees their faith, son, your sins are forgiven. Because of faith and action, that's what God does. Because of our faith, even if we're not particularly using words at the moment, it's like we're, you've ever heard of nonverbal communication. It's like we're putting our words into action or our feelings that God is even speaking to this. Because I know God led them to come there that day to meet with Jesus. But because of your action, God will speak a word to you, if that makes sense. By God's word, he has even appointed a time or a divine appointment for your life and for my life, if you think about it. I want to uh, share a story with you. And my wife doesn't probably know I'm going to be sharing this story, but hey, I love you. This is a good story. Twelve years ago, I was, this is, this is just about words. I was sitting in my car. Um, any of y'all ever been over to Norfolk? There's a nice place uh, where there's a strip of nice restaurants on Collie Avenue. And before you come to the restaurants, it's over there near ODU, there's a little 7-Eleven sitting right there on Collie. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. And I was sitting there on my lunch break. And I was in a real desperate place. And I was like, Lord, I said, I don't understand what's going on. And I looked at the steering wheel, and I'm sure people maybe thought I was crazy, but I looked at the steering wheel, and I just hit it a few times, and I said, God, where's my wife? I said, I can't take it anymore. And honestly, I've been waiting for God's timing for quite some time for God to lead me to her. And some of y'all may have heard this story from me personally on one-on-one conversations or in the past but it was amazing how after I prayed that prayer in desperation, those words that I spoke, I want you to think about your words today. Those words that I spoke, they went straight to the throne room. Four days later, I was with Pastor Chad and the choir, and we went to NYC, to the Brooklyn Tabernacle Church. And matter of fact, that's the first time I met that brother sitting back there, Jonathan Woodby. Thank God for him. And we, we, when we went there, I was just amazed how I came in, so excited. We had a great time the first day, or the first evening, I think, that we were there. Many of y'all probably remember that, that about 12 years. And the next day, at, right before we were about to break for lunch, a lady sitting directly, I'm talking directly behind me, got up right before lunch, and we were about to go out. Everybody had kind of already made their way out to the lobby, and this lady just grabbed me by the hands, and she was shaking, you know, and I'm going, whoa. And uh, she looked at me. I don't even have to look at my notes on this one. She says, young man, let me tell you. God has seen your hurt, and he's seen your pain. She said, your heart's been broken. And I was like, whoa. 
And she said, and he wants to bless you. And I said, oh Lord, is she really gonna say what I think she's gonna say? That's how real God is. If you're here today and you're questioning if God is real, God is real. I mean, totally, for real, real. And so she said, he wants to bless you. And she said, he wants to bless you with a beautiful wife. And it was amazing just hearing these words. Then she said, after that, and it's gonna happen sooner than you think. She's gonna be a vital part of your ministry. Whoa, a beautiful wife. And God's gonna do miracle after miracle in your lives. And you know what? It's gonna happen sooner than you think. And they're all going, hey Ben, we're going to lunch and I'm over there. And I started crying, I was crying and we went around the corner, I remember taking a knee, we went to Blimpy's and I took a knee right outside because I felt faint. I mean, almost in a, in a good way where I was just like, God, you love me so much. You love me so much that you would, you would bring me all the way up to New York to hear this word. So when you're talking to God, whether you're talking or whether you're shouting, God hears. And I believe God is loving and gracious and his love for us is crazy. It's crazy. He doesn't look at your shouting and he doesn't see your shouting in a way of like, how dare you shout at me? I'm the Lord thy God maker of heaven and earth. Don't you shout at me? No, you can shout at God and say, God, I'm struggling. Help me, God. Do you know, after that story, I thought about it, and I don't ever really tell this part when I tell this story, but that lady, she looked at me and she says, you know, I was supposed to tell you this yesterday, but God gave me another chance. So if you're here today and you're supposed to be speaking words to somebody, Get that today. Are you gonna speak that word? You may be the person that God wants to use as the mouthpiece, as a vessel. That's why I was saying words are so important, but it ties into even speaking a word from God. Like God wants to use you in your life, that you are important to God, that God has a plan as, a, as you being a vessel for him. So I want you to think about that. You may be that person. Giving a word from the Lord is very particular when it comes to our, our spirit man as well, when you think of the spirit in us. It's being in tune with the Lord, being in tune, being on the same frequency as God. Everybody I know during the holidays, they're looking for the best station for all the Christmas songs. Everybody's like, all right, what's the best one? Or either you're going to Spotify. What can I find that's on Spotify? But you gotta be in tune with God. You got to find out what's God's best, what he has for you to say. And God will speak a word as in a prophecy through you in Jesus' name. And you know when you do it, when it happens, it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does come, you know that God is leading you. He will not let that thing go. He will speak to you on who you're supposed to speak to about it. That lady was the mouthpiece at that time. And it wasn't about her and she wasn't saying, hi, my name is so-and-so. And uh, praise God, I'm an evangelist, and you know, I'm also a prophetess, and I'm this and this and that, or anything. She just said, hey, the Lord wanted me to speak to you. And in that, it wasn't just really focused on us. It was just focused on God's plan and what he had. And he was speaking to our lives when you call. So if you, if you are here today, and you're thinking about those things in your life, about, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm sure everybody 
has had a point in life where you're going through something where you've just got a big question mark right there where you're saying, God, I don't really understand. But God, he will answer when we call. If you seek him, you will find him. And just so you know, I met my wife six months later. We have five children. We'll be married for 10 years in March by God's grace. And God has blessed me tremendously with her. Oops. Don't put me in time out when I get home. But she has a special ministry. She has a testimony. Our children have testimonies. Her ministry is powerful. The people that she impacts, the lives that she's touched, as she even helped me when we did youth ministry. We had 40-plus kids that were really trying to serve the Lord, kids from middle school to high school, excuse me, and so on. And then later years in the ministry with the youth, we had all middle schoolers, and we, we handed it off healthy and moved into a small group ministry for a while. So she has a really important ministry, and God says she's going to be a vital part of my ministry in the Lord. So I know that we, God's got more in store for us. He wants us to do more. In Jesus' name, I do love you. Thank you for letting me say some of that today. I just want to share in the scripture in 1 Corinthians 2, 9. Listen to this. This is, this is for you today. What no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. God's got great things in store, and he wants to use you. He wants to utilize your life. It's not just nice things or moving forward and having success or a good job, but it's like I'm on mission for the Lord. James 3, verses 4 and 5, think about the ship, like the tongue, as an example. All they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants to go, left, right, backwards, forwards. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes grace boast. So if we're going to boast, let's boast in the Lord. I couldn't make that story up. If I sat down for hours and tried to make that story up, I couldn't. That was the Lord. That was the Lord that was speaking to me about my wife and meeting my wife. And do you know that lady that I met, she told me to send her sort of pictures once I met my wife. I'm still going on this. And she said, look, once you do, send them to me. I looked, and she said she had her own, uh, you know, like, screen printing business, graphic design things. And I looked, and it said, North Carolina. I went, I'm in Virginia. She's in North Carolina. And the Lord sent us on a divine appointment up to New York City with all that hustle and bustle and all those busy people up there to meet and get to know, meet her. And then when God changed my life with meeting my wife. A few years later, I sent her pictures. One day, the Lord said, you need to send pictures to that lady. You need to send her some encouraging words. And I sent an email to her. And she says, oh my gosh, this is a reminder that God speaks to his children. I'm going through a, a trial right now, I believe with her son. She said, I'm just going through some hard times and I really needed this word. I needed a reminder from the Lord. So you have to speak those words you got to speak those words in Jesus' name. Amen. This is important for you to use your words. Actually, I'm going to ask you. Can you say, use your words? Use your words. Yes. Use your words for God's glory. So this is very important. Acts chapter 4, verse 31 says, 
after they prayed, this is Jesus' disciples. Jesus has already died, rose again, appeared to people for a number of days, and then he uh, ascended into heaven, and then they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. As Jesus said, the Holy Spirit was gonna come, and says the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. God wants us to speak the word boldly, boldly. And when you speak it, know that it's him speaking through you. I know that is a very humbling thing, very sobering when you think about God speaking through you. I'm the same way. That's when you know you're in the right place, when you say, Lord, you want to speak that through me? But God will use you in those things. 1 John 1, 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, we have looked at, and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. Let me tell you, Jesus is the word. It says in the Bible, the end beginning was the word, and the word was with God. The word was God. Jesus is the word. I was thinking about the story of the woman at the well. How many know that story about the woman at the well? The Samaritan woman. So there was a place called Samaria, and the Jews did not want to have anything to do with people from Samaria. It was kind of like, mm, no. So they would always go around Samaria when they would travel, but Jesus went right through Samaria when he was traveling. And I know the disciples were like, what is Jesus doing bringing us through Samaria? So Jesus is hanging out by a well, gets something to drink, here comes a lady. Long story short, he tells her all about herself. The lady goes back to her town. And it says here in John chapter 4, verse 39 through 42, many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. The woman used her words. She got up and she went back. She couldn't contain it. She had to tell people about God's love. So she went back and they believed because of the woman's testimony. She said, he told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans, they came to him, they urged him to stay with him, and he stayed two days. He could have been there two hours. Come on, we're talking Samaria. But Jesus says, no, I've come for everybody. I've come for everyone. And because of his words, many more became believers. Many more became believers because of his words. Verse 42, they said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we've heard for ourselves. And we know that this man really, really is the savior of the world, Jesus. Jesus wants to have an encounter with you. Even if you've had encounters with the Lord in the past, Jesus wants to still have encounters with you. Jesus can use you through that encounter to encounter other people for the glory of God. It's very simple, but it's very powerful. I think about just some that I'm just gonna name off. We're not gonna go there. But Jesus heals a demon-possessed man. That's in Luke chapter four. Ananias and Sapphira. If you know that story, they used their words. They didn't do, turn out too well in that story. But that was in Acts chapter five. Then you have Luke chapter seven. You have the centurion. He said, just at your word, Jesus, a servant will be healed. I can go on and, and on about these things, about the different areas. But Jesus can speak one word and things can change. So musicians, if you don't mind to come and begin to play. Hmm. Let's just take a moment here. Jesus wants to change you. 
He wants to change us. If we've been in a place where you feel like uh, it's just been hard, you've been going to church even for many years, that's always a tough one to say, but you've been going to church for many years, but today is the time to start using your words for God's glory. Believe me, I have had my seasons in my life where I have felt like I'm not taking God's word and sharing it, speaking it over somebody like I should. The lady, even as we think about her, I still pray for her and I think about where God has her at, the woman that spoke that word to me those 12 years ago. And when God's telling us to share a word, let's be obedient. The word of God says, obedience is better than sacrifice. So speak the word. First thing I wanna, I wanna mention here, if we could all stand, that'd be great. We'll just go before the Lord. If you're here and you know the word, but you haven't really been walking with the word, the living word, the logos, speech, the word, Jesus is the word. He's the living word. He's the active word. He's the divine word. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the answer. When you have questions, when you have doubts, when you have worries, he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning, he's the end, he's the wonderful counselor. He's the great physician. He will do whatever he needs to do to bring you close to him. So if you are in that place where you know the Lord, but you're not walking with the Lord and his word like you should, or maybe you just wanna get a little closer to the Lord. I, don't, I always feel like we can never get enough. We can never get enough. And second, if you're here today and you're here and you've heard the Lord speaking the word over you, you've even had words spoken over your life, but you haven't answered the call. God's been calling you. He's been knocking on the door. He said, I stand at the door and knock. God's been waiting patiently, and he's a gracious father. God is very, very gracious. He's a gentleman, but he loves us. Like I said, with that crazy love, he has something more for you. And if you're here and you feel that way, t today, now, now is the time. It's that simple. So we're going to just pray, and if there's anybody here, our prayer team's going to be here. I'm going to ask my wife if there's uh, anyone Ladies that need to pray, if she could pray with them. But we're just going to pray and go before the Lord. Let's just sit in God's presence. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the lives and the souls of the people that are here, Lord, that matter to you, Lord. Lord, that you said that you came, Lord, that we can have life and have it more abundantly. And we pray that our words, Lord, that we speak today, Lord, that we will even step out in faith. And if it's your will, Lord for us to go and speak into other people's lives. Help us to do it. If somebody's contemplating talking to another person this week and they haven't done it, they've been making up all kinds of excuses, Lord. I pray that they will hear straight from you today, Lord, a rhema word that says it's time to pray, Lord. We want to touch and agree with them, Lord, where two or more come together in your name, Lord. There you are in the midst. So we just pray, Lord, that if we agree on it, Lord, that it shall be done, Lord. You say that as well, and we just pray today that your mighty word will just speak life over people, Lord. So, Lord, we just come to you. Let us come, Lord, before your presence at this throne, at your throne, Lord. Wherever we are is your presence, Lord. And we just thank you, Lord, for being here today, Lord. Show that one, Lord. Help them to see that your word is speaking to them. 
that you are the word. You are the living word. You are the living word. Let your life pour into somebody today. In the name of Jesus, if you're here and you follow Christ, you love Jesus, just start praying. Lord, we thank you for those that are here and they just feel like they're going through a hard time. They feel like there ain't no way Jesus can answer me. Lord, help them to see that you're here. Lord, thank you for even the testimony that I have, Lord, of my dad. They thought he was gonna have a whole bunch of cancer all over his body, Lord. And the doctor said, I could have sworn just, just last Thursday, I could have sworn that thing uh, spread. I saw them white spots. But uh, you know what? It didn't. It's benign. Lord, we just thank you, Lord. And I pray that people here today would just turn, Lord, that you're a miracle working God. So if somebody wants a miracle, Lord, if they just want prayer, if they want to know you in a personal way, Jesus, I pray people would just come and know you more, Lord. We're a bunch of people that just need Jesus in our lives, Lord. We need more of you, Lord. So just come, Jesus, come. Hallelujah. If you need prayer, come on down.